You're listening to Leading and Learning. This is the place where we talk about practical leadership, theology, fitness, how to create winning habits, and so much more. My name is David Spell, and I'm a retired police officer, a pastor, a New Testament scholar, and a leadership coach. My goal on leading and learning is to help you live your best life. Thanks so much for joining us today. Welcome back to Leading and Learning. This is episode number 376, Keys to Getting Promoted. You know, the workplace has changed dramatically uh, just in my lifetime. Uh, I was a police officer from 1984 until 2012, give or take. And the workplace, the work environment has changed drastically. I was kind of at the end of that era where people would would get a job and and stay there and and have a career and and work for a pension. Uh, My dad retired from the the post office. My brother retired from the fire department. So so we're kind of uh, dinosaurs in that sense. But there's no doubt the environment today has changed. People move around a lot more. Uh, There's reasons for that. They, They move from one paycheck to a better paycheck. They move because there's more opportunity somewhere. So staying somewhere for two or three years has really become the norm very, very often. Um, There's a lot more working remote than there used to be. People are working at home. And, of course, this uh, changes the landscape for leadership. I mean, if you're in management or supervision and... Um, you know, your team is all working remote. This can be quite interesting. I have a friend who's a, a manager in a, uh, a, a software company, and he's got people literally that he manages all around the world, several in the U.S., a few in India, one or two in Europe. So it's quite, quite fascinating when you look at how the landscape has changed. Now, No matter how it's changed, there's always going to be a need for good management and good leadership. Now, the question becomes, do you stick around where you're at to get that promotion, or do you take another job hoping that you can step up with your next job? And that's not guaranteed either. So, um, let's talk a bit about this 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 idea of getting promoted um, to to the next level, and then to the next level, then to the next level of your workplace. And obviously, um, some of this might apply to your situation, some might not. But I think these principles you will find, no matter where you're at or what you will do, what you're doing, will help you in some way. Um, let's face it: getting a promotion at work is a very satisfying accomplishment. Um, obviously, there's additional pay, benefits, um, added responsibility. There's usually increased visibility within the organization. 
And then a sense of reaching an important goal. I mean, that's a big deal, especially if if it takes you a couple of times to, to get it or if you've been waiting for a while and then you you finally get the word that you've been promoted to the next level of, of, of supervision or management or um, to be a director, whatever that might be. And, and, and it's really satisfying. I mean, that's a, that's a great thing. So I want to look at some of the ways that we can make ourselves more promotable. Now, I want you to notice that I'm going to be talking a lot about soft skills over hard skills. The ability to lead versus technical proficiency. Both are important, but which are going to lead to promotion? Um, in my, my working life and, and even serving in the church and um, in many different leadership roles in the police department and then other positions I've been in, you know, the people skills are always going to be the thing that I'm looking for before I want to elevate somebody. The technical proficiency is important, don't get me wrong, but I'll take somebody with less technical proficiency if they have some core leadership skills and if they know how to lead and manage people well. So I'm going to give you four thoughts, four keys on getting promoted, and hopefully these will help you. Number one, number one, how committed are you to your current employer? How committed are you to, to, to your current job, your current organization, the current company that you work for? And one of the first things that management looks for when considering promoting someone to a leadership position is their commitment. Um, do they view their present position as a career or as a stepping stone to a better position elsewhere? Now, look, I get it. Management today understands people aren't going to be sticking around. At the same time, if somebody is obviously getting ready to leave, I'm not going to promote them and tie up a position knowing that the next time something better comes along, they're going to be leaving. So what is your level of commitment? And in that, not just talking about um, you know looking for, for to expand your horizons, but also when we talk about commitment, um, do you get to work early? Or are you one of those that's always five minutes late? Or just walking in on time? When you're given an assignment, do you get it done early or is it right at the very end of the deadline? Um, are you willing to stay late to help somebody out to complete a project um, or to complete your own project? You know, these things are very, obviously they're intangible, but these are things that management looks for before they're going to promote somebody. I mean, if somebody struggles to get to work on time, why would I want to promote them? And I get it because of you know the remote issue and people working at home. We probably have to look at this a little bit differently. But then we'd look at it in the area of projects. Um, you know, are you done with what you need to do? Is it adequate? Um, does does your supervisor, your manager, have to go back in and have you change a lot of things? Um, because obviously, you 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 weren't really, your heart wasn't in what you were doing. Um, so if the person is not committed to the company or organization in their present position, it's unlikely that they're going to change if they get promoted to a position of leadership. I've seen this before where they say, well, you know, if we promote them, they'll stay. Well, there's no guarantee of that. 
There is no guarantee of that. So what is your level of commitment? And, you know, obviously in a traditional work environment where you get to work a few minutes early, you stay late if you need to, this attracts the attention of management. Um, the person who's working remotely, you're, you're getting what you need to get done. Um, it's, it's right. The, the customers are happy. The work is done right the first time. Um, that's a big deal. Uh, the person that's always willing to pitch in to assist with a project, even if it's not their responsibility, is also something that catches management's eye. So how committed are you? And you're the only one that can answer that question, but I encourage you to evaluate yourself. Number two, how is your attitude? Like it or not, a person's attitude, demeanor, and disposition will often play a significant role in whether or not they get promoted. And you may say, well, that's not fair. If I'm talented, it shouldn't matter what my, my personality is. But I, I would disagree. I mean, if you're being promoted to a position, uh, from, from a position of just having to do your own work to now you're in charge of three or four or five other team members, your disposition, your personality, your, 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 your demeanor, your attitude really, really is very, very important. Um, think about it. The people that you've worked for in the past, the person in the office that's always negative, that's always talking bad about fellow employees or the company, or is always complaining, you know, they're not likely to be somebody that management is going to entrust with more responsibility. And what I've seen in my working career is when they do, it turns into a disaster. When they promote somebody who is te uh, technically talented, they're proficient, they're good at getting the job done, but because of their attitude, they end up being poison to those that are working for them. So it can be really a terrible situation. But the person who has a positive outlook, who speaks highly of others, who has the ability to encourage their peers, will attract the attention of a supervisor or manager. This is going to be the person that's desirable to have managing other people. So now what does this look like in a remote setting? If you're doing most of your work at home, um, how does that work out? Well, what is your attitude on a Zoom meeting? Are you the person that never turns your video camera on? Um, what, 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 what are the comments that you're making to other people? Um, are you interrupting? Are you being helpful? Are you being encouraging? Because even in a Zoom meeting, there are ways to be encouraging, to be uplifting, and to have a positive attitude. Um, I just encourage you to evaluate where you're at on this scale of attitude, demeanor, personality. Um, where, where are you? Because these things are extremely important. This, this whole uh, personality thing, you don't have to be, you know, Mr. Uh, people person, I'm a, I'm a complete and total introvert in many ways, but yet I've worked hard to develop the people skills. So when I was with the police department, I had so many people trying to come work with me. And the sad thing was I couldn't take them all. So, um, you know, it's definitely something that you can work on, definitely something that will um, make you more promotable and more desirable to, to be elevated to a higher position in your organization. All right, don't go away. We'll be right back. I wanted to let you know 
that this episode of Leading and Learning is brought to you by my book, Leading into the 21st Century and Beyond 2.0. This helpful and popular leadership book will uh, really hopefully give you even some more keys and tips to help you uh, along this path, along this journey of going higher in your organization. Uh, there's chapters on management and supervision and leadership and time management and goal setting and so many other things. And the, the chapters are all short and immediately actionable. There's some discussion questions at the end that I know will help you. Click on the link. You can read uh, the first chapter or so, uh, maybe even the first couple of chapters on Amazon. And then by all means, click the buy button because I know you will enjoy it. Well, all right. So we've talked about getting promoted, being elevated in an organization. How committed are you was the first thing we talked about. Number two, how is your attitude? You know, and just one other thought on this. I, I remember as I began to get promoted in the police department, I'd have people come to me and just talk about how, how they could never, ever get promoted, and they were bitter, and they were angry. And I would just point out, i say, yeah, but every time we have a meeting with the chief, you're bad-mouthing him in front of everybody else. You're, you're questioning his decisions. I said, why in the world would he promote you? You're lucky you got a job. And, uh, you know, maybe not the most tactful way of, of, of approaching it, but I think helping people kind of see that their attitude is often the thing that holds them back. I told somebody recently that, that their attitude was really a ceiling over their life, and until they adjusted their attitude, they wouldn't go past that ceiling. So it's definitely something to take a look at. Number three, remember we're going to give you four, four keys to, to getting promoted. Number three, what are you doing right now to make yourself more promotable? Another important factor that someone should consider uh, would be to seek out additional training. You know, we, we're talking here about people skills and soft skills, but developing your technical proficiency will never hurt you. So what are you doing? Uh, the employee that's taken the initiative to take extra classes in their field um, or in the areas of management, leadership, or human resources is positioning themselves for success when a better position becomes available. When, when, when your, your boss finds out that you've been on your own taking a degree in management or getting some, some certificates, some further training in, in your, uh, your, your computer skills, um, they're going to be impressed with that, uh, especially when you're, you're on your own, you're doing it. You're not making the, the company or asking the company to pay for it. I mean, it's great if they will, but a lot of times they won't. And so when you do it on your own and you get this extra training and you say, hey, listen, I've, I, you know, I, I've just taken this course on leadership or I've just done a course on management, um, it's really going to go a long way. I just finished leading an eight-session course uh, on management at our church, but the material really transfers far beyond the church. I mean, it's just great leadership material. And I encourage um, each of the, the nine guys in our group to put it on their resume. I mean, this was a course that they were invested in, and these are practical skills that uh, that's going to help them in their, their jobs as well. So what are you doing to make yourself more promotable? Um, even if you got to pay for it yourself, it's going to be an investment um, that's going to pay long-term dividends. If you invest your time, your money, your effort to go back to school, maybe get a degree, uh, to attend a work-related seminar, you're preparing yourselves for your future. 
And then when a better position becomes available in the company, you've already gotten the extra training to prepare yourselves for that next step. And this even will help you if you're stepping outside of the company. You know, we talked about the workplace being different, people looking for better positions. And maybe there's not a position available where you're at, but because you've prepared yourself and you've developed your technical skills and you've gotten the leadership training, it may set you up to be promoted or to be hired at a higher level in another organization. So investing in yourself is always a great thing to do. And then number four, number four, the fourth key is how is your relationship with your boss? How is your relationship with your boss? Look, I've worked for good ones. I've worked for bad ones. I've worked for mediocre. I've made worked for some who couldn't make a decision to save their life. I've worked for some who were micromanagers. But what is your relationship with your boss? Because ultimately, this is going to really, really um, have a lot to do with whether or not you get that next promotion, whether you go to the next level in the organization that you're at. Do you attempt to make your boss look good? Or maybe they're not the smartest person. Maybe they're not the brightest bulb in the hallway. Do you try and help them out? Do you try and take care of them? Or do you just kind of let them fall on their face and kind of laugh behind their back? What are you doing to help them? Um, If you make their life miserable, it's unlikely they're going to support you or assist you as you work towards getting a better position in the company. If you're looking for ways to make them shine and to make their job easier, they're probably going to go out of their way to help you in any way that they can. I was so fortunate in, in so many of the positions I had in the police department as a supervisor and manager that the people that I worked for made my job so easier. Now, it was reciprocal. reciprocal. I tried to make their jobs easier. I tried to look out for them. I tried to create a positive environment. I also tried to help them get to the next level in their careers, but they went out of their way to make my job easier as well. So, you know, one of the things you can do is go to your boss and say, listen, I want to improve. What can I do right now? That's a loaded question when you say, listen, I want to I want to get better. I want to go higher in the organization. Um, what can I do to prepare myself for that? And then write down what they tell you and then try and implement it. First of all, they'll be impressed because very few people do that, um, asking, asking what areas you can improve in. And then take their advice to heart. Start making the changes. And then ask them for additional responsibility. And you say, look, I'm already covered up. I get it. But the person who's willing to do a little more is probably going to be the person who gets the nice raise, the bigger office, and the title and promotion that goes with it. It's something to think about. If you're not willing to do it now, um, you're probably not going to set yourself up for success later. So when you ask your boss and say, listen, um, I got a little extra time this month. Is there anything you can I can do to take off, take off your plate? And it's something I can take off your plate to make your job easier. And even if they say no, just the fact that you ask and then you come back a month or two later and ask again is going to make an impression on This shows that you're willing to go above and beyond what's normally expected of you. 
Now, obviously, there's no guarantees in life or the corporate world where promotions are involved. And I get it. People are going to bounce around from place to place. But, you know, there is something powerful about setting yourself up in the future. Um, I've got a great friend who um, is a director in his company now, and he said, I'm already three positions higher than I thought I would ever go in this company. And I said, well, what, 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 how did you do that? He said, well, part of it was all the leadership training that I get at church. He says, I take every class that I can take. I've always been been very uh, proactive in taking more classes and making myself more promotable, trying to get along with my boss and having a great attitude even when they're not a good boss. And he said, just these little things that I've done have taken me further than I ever thought I would go in my career. So hopefully these four things, and we'll just give you a quick recap. How committed are you? How's your attitude? What are you doing to make yourself more promotable? And how is your relationship with your boss? Um, The person who takes the time to implement some of these things in their life is setting themselves up for success. And in life, the person who's most prepared is usually the one who comes out on top. Well, I'm going to stop there. I'd love to hear from you. Are there any other tips that you would give someone who's seeking a promotion in their career. I'm sure I missed something. These four are good, but I'm sure there's plenty of other great things out there. What would you advise somebody who who is seeking to go higher in their organization? I'd love to hear from you. Go to davidspell.com, leave a question or comment in the comment section for today's post so that we can stay in touch. While you're there, make sure you sign up to get my free newsletter so that we can stay in touch and also check out that great resource highlight leading into the 21st century and beyond 2.0. Well, friends, thanks for being with me, and we will see you next time on Leading and Learning.